The power of his genius supplied the deficiencies of the imperfect communications of the Hierophants, and he himself became a master and a revealer. The lives they are preparing you for are, are unbelievable. They are unreal. Blue skies smiling at me. Nothing but blue skies do I see. Perfect pitch. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, my name is Maverick Matthews, and you are listening to Pepper for Your Steak. Thank you for being here. We are in the interesting times of the curse, but it doesn't mean it can't be beautiful and fun. So, this week I'd like to just introduce a video series that I'm going to be doing. So I'm going to give you a little preview of that. Tell you the backstory. Uh, yeah. This, of course, is Willie Nelson. And uh, it's going to take a conscious effort to move us from one plane to the other. But, and don't get me wrong, I am not the eternal optimist or eternally hopeful. But you do get to at least frame your reality to the best of your ability. So do that. I'm going to do that for you today. Thank you for being here. My Maverick Matthews, Pepper Free Stike. We thought we had something different here, you see. We live in both a very fragile and precious experiment in democracy. And we live in an empire that is experiencing profound decline. Reptilian agenda. Okay, well, let's talk about the reptilians. So you're saying the reptilians are luring humans to Hawaii, to vacation spots? The news is dead to scare white people. I've said this for years. To live this life, you can't live the life everyone else lives. You're not going to be partying on the weekends. You're going to be performing on the weekends. You're not going to be watching on a Thursday night because you'll be in a club. You have to have that mindset that you don't belong. You don't go to the rhythm of the rest of the world. They're not going to present this as a desperate situation for these seniors. They're going to present this as like a fun challenge. It's like a fun, late-in-life challenge to figure out how you're going to eat. It should be pretty obvious at this point why this man is the goat. But that opening quote comes from Tim Dillon, the Tim Dillon show. Is that a vacuum? Is there a vacuum in All right. I'm going to keep going. We're going to see if it catches it. <laughs> okay, today's show is about um, a video series that I am releasing on YouTube and on my YouTube over there. And on my website, maverickmatthews.com. It's called Mav Skills. And it's kind of a collection of life skills. Now, this was not even my idea. It, the, this is the brainchild of the wonderful and uh, generous Sam Tripoli, who has always been good to me. And he, we were talking one day, and he's like, dude, this is what you need to do. And I sat on this idea for, I don't know, over a year. Because life got really challenging and complicated. But now it's here and it's out. Episode one is out. It's very simple, clean, but also obviously not taking it itself too seriously. Right? And the way that uh, Tim Dillon kind of leans into the apocalyptic view of the world here is the way that I'm kind of leaning into the cringe on teaching math skills because there's so many... I just, I can't even watch the videos on how to change my brakes. You don't watch those start to finish. You put them on and you go do something or whatever. I'm trying to make Mav Skills fun entertainment just in a very Wayne's World kind of way. Like a very 80s comedy kind of way. So anyway, we'll see how it turns out. It's kind of part Steve Brule, part Magnum P.I., Tom Selleck, 
and part Pythagoras. That's kind of how I like to describe it. But first, I want to do a little more Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon's brilliance. I'm sitting here eating boiled peanuts. These are Cajun flavor. If you don't know about boiled peanuts, if you don't know, now you know. If you don't know about boiled peanuts, you can get them at any gas station in the Deep South. And they're heated. They're hot. They're on like a hot plate in a soup of spices. And it just makes them soft. And you crack them open and you eat these soft peanuts, but they taste like the spice. They're incredible. You buy them in these big white tubs. You sit there in the car. But it takes two hands, basically, to get these things out. It's a dangerous activity in the car. It's a messy activity. It's a terrible idea. They are amazing. Make some. But now my computer is covered in... Anyway. Tim Dillon's brilliance, real quickly. I'm not getting paid to promote these things. Just an aggregator of ideas. Maverick Matthews. Got the free steak. Though money is tighter than he would like... Miller is proudly debt-free. So now here's where it turns. Here's where, now, now remember, <laughs> remember, he's cared for his aging mother. He's living in a basement. He's living in a basement of his sister's house, okay, for 500 a month. But here's where the Wall Street Turtle, here we go, put on a happy face. I feel a lot less stressed. <laughs> in retirement, he embraced budgeting for the first time. That's it. See, that, what that basically says is he was a scumbag. <laughs> that little line is important. <laughs> In retirement, he embraced budgeting for the first time. So basically, they're saying this guy's a scumbag. Now, they told you a few paragraphs earlier that he literally stopped his life to care for his aging mother. But now they're saying, but he was a scumbag. He didn't budget anything. He didn't know where his money was. He was a scumbag. You know, you know, he was just taking care of his elderly mother with dementia, but he wasn't watching the money. I work on my budget religiously, he said. Sounds fun. He regularly tracks his spending in a spreadsheet. Ooh! Some month he has about $150 left over which usually buys him more food than he particularly likes, such as chicken and vegetables. I mean, the lives they are preparing you for. I'm, I'm, folks, listen to me right now. The former high school athlete enjoys watching football and basketball on television. His dog died last year, but he is considering getting a new one. I'll probably go to the pound, he said. The lives they are preparing you for. Are, are unbelievable. They are unreal. They are basically writing these articles to go, things are going to be okay. There'll be some financial uh, help, perhaps, delivered through charity or certain organizations, and you might get that, you might not, but you better budget. You better budget because you can have about $150 left at the end of the month, and you can have some chicken. <laughs> you can get some extra chicken. You want some extra chicken? And maybe you can get a dog and feed him some of the chicken. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the man is the goat right now, anyway. He's the Dave Chappelle of podcasting. I could go on metaphorically. Why did I put this in here? Well, number one, I, I love giving free plugs to awesomeness. And... I also like to think about the idea of this being listened to in a hundred years, and they're like, "Oh wait, who's Tim Dillon?" And then all of a sudden, Tim Dillon's rediscovered. He, it's a it's a gift I'm giving them through me. See, it's, that's some nefarious stuff. No, really, what the reason I put this in here is because all signals seem to point towards some harder times in America, and actually. They're already here in a lot of ways. Just go to the grocery store. This isn't cute anymore, but they know how to turn up. And there will be a future episode on the they. <clears throat> they know how to turn up the pressure. We just gave a bunch of money away. We made it up, inflated our own currency. This isn't a technical Bolshevik revolution. What are you talking about? The point I'm making here is kind of a pitch. My new TV show, <laughs> Mav Skills. 
Because skills are going to become valuable in the future. They're already valuable. Nobody wants to work. I don't know where they are. Uh, you ask any business owner, and they'll tell you that employees are their hardest thing, by far. Because of maybe online stuff, little side gigs, you can piece it all together. I don't know why, who cares? <laughs> um, what I do know is that authenticity and utility, being skilled, those are the things that are going to be valuable in the future. Those are the things that have been valuable in the past. Math skills is going to start out with super simple ones. And as soon as we get some funding, as soon as I get a cram room ran, it's going to get bigger and bigger. I'm going to travel the Southwest with my son. I'm building a teardrop travel trailer right now. I haven't filmed any of it. In the future, I'll build another just so I can shoot it on the show. I, can't w I want the show to get that big. And I'm going to give you a secret right now about why I made the show, and that will be enough said about Mav Skills. We'll do a couple more clips that I have saved in here in my deep file. Some fun stuff. And that's it, folks. Life is fleeting, just like today's podcast. <laughs> but the reason I made this show is because I grew up without a dad for a large portion of my life, from 10 onward. And now I'm a dad. And I'm terrified of the idea, well, not terrified is the wrong word, oh, every corner. <laughs> no, I, uh, I think a lot about the idea of my own death, which is inevitable at some point. And it's, it's so random, it's enough to make you crazy. So I, if I had a series of videos from my dad on how to do basic skills, that'd be pretty rad. And in the first episode, you can see my producer, Rupert Cranstrock, young freedom rep, young uh, economic honor student. But there's there's reasons for these skills, and I could expound on that here, but it get boring. Shelly is going to add her jingle bells in here. Thank you. Scratchy. These things will make your life better. Y and try to have fun. If, if you look at a task and you're like, oh, I get to do this and learn this task. I don't know. I don't know, actually, how that infected me. But it infected me when I was young. Same thing with reading. I don't know how that infected me, but it infected me when I was young. And when I found out people could read books to you, when I found out people could talk about cool stuff and podcasts, and you could take like an audio movie journey while you were doing other things, like the cool things that you like to do that make you feel good while you learn them as you do them, you could do both of those at the same time? That's what this journey is about for me. It's such a fruity thing, and that's why, <clears throat> that's why I really lean into the cringe on Mav skills. So I think you're going to like it. That's enough about that for right now. <laughs> I am currently wearing my motorcycle jacket. It is a plaid. I don't know what you call this interior. It's like a long fleece, a fur fleece. It's lined with fur fleece. It's got a green plaid in the outside. It has like shooting jacket shoulders, you know, that very old school 1950s. You know. I'm trying to think of the company that made all those, L.L. Bean. It's got that very L.L. Bean feel. Like we're out here and it's misty and we're in a duck field. Except I'm in Gulfport, Florida, and I'm surrounded by lesbians, and so it also fits in perfectly. It's weird. Life is weird like that. But that's neither here nor anywhere else. Got a new quote for you. Real quick one. Let's focus our energies. 
covered for steak. You know what I like the most about being rich? Mm. To just be horrible to people and they just have to take it. something I recorded on my ranch in Idaho. I just have these moments where I would just sit down and try to be poetic. I don't know. I was trying to be experimental. But this one's pretty cool. Listen to the background. The crows. The wind. When I see these sprouts coming up out of the ground, I know that they're not on a schedule other than that of Mother Nature. And if I over-regiment anything with them, there will still be a chaotic expression of their growth. Mother Nature is chaos just as much as she is perfection. But her perfection is momentary and fleeting, just like ours. continues to be a fascination of mine. I thought I would include a poem from the same documentary. These things are out there on YouTube, by the way. You can find them. Check out this poem from Bukowski, and then we'll do two more things, and we're out. Born like this, into this, as the chalk faces smile, as Mrs. Death laughs, as political landscapes dissolve, as the oily fish spit out their oily prey, we are born like this, into this, into hospitals which are so expensive that it's cheaper to die, into lawyers who charge so much it's cheaper to plead guilty, into a country where the jails are full and the madhouses closed. Into a place where the masses elevate fools into rich heroes. Born into this, walking and living through this, dying because of this, castrated, debauched, disinherited because of this. The fingers reach toward an unresponsive God. The fingers reach for the bottle, the pill, the powder. We are born into this sorrowful deadliness. There will be open and unpunished murder in the streets. It will be guns and roving mobs. Land will be useless. Food will become a diminishing return. Nuclear power will be taken over by the many. Explosions will continually shake the earth. Radiated men will eat the flesh of radiated men. The rotting bodies of men and animals will stink in the dark wind. And there will be the most beautiful silence never heard. 
born out of that. The sun hidden there, awaiting the next chapter. Okay. Never, ever, ever question again why Bukowski is venerated. We have reached the tail end of the show. The reason I put that poem in there, it's fascinating. Maybe he did actually chart out a path for us. I think he wrote that in his, I don't know if it was the 70s or 80s, to be honest with you. But what a concept that we may be on this crazy journey towards a, a, you know, starting over. Maybe that's what the pyramids are. Maybe that's what always happens here. And maybe we always get to be a part of it as souls. And we're like, okay, I'm going to jump in. You're going, to, you're going in? You're going to go in? You're going to go in that wave, man? I'm jumping in. Let's have some lighter stuff. Things that suck behavior on the planet. Hey, also, too, I want to let you know there's a full moon right around yonder, right around the corner, okay? And uh, Mercury is in fucking microwave right now. So these uh, Looney Tune fucking horoscope chicks are fixing to get full frontal crazy okay looney tune special but with that they will also become very sexually aggressive okay so strap in and hold on tight boys the season of the witch is upon us okay looks like we're clear on radar mass let's not take it for granted being seen by some environmentalists as signs of climate change let's now cross live to london to discuss this with piers corbin he's an astrophysicist and also founder of weather action uh, good to have you thanks very much indeed for joining us live there in london so what we're seeing here is a drastic change in climate aren't we well climate has always been changing uh, but this has nothing to do with man in fact we predicted that there would be extreme heat in uh, east europe and russia this uh, summer and uh, it's caused by a certain circulation pattern CO2 does not cause circulation patterns. What causes those is a combination of solar activity and uh, the state of the, the phases of the moon. Hang on, Piers, uh, wait, wait, fact, excuse me, just a minute. You say this isn't caused by man. How come the reporting this heat wave is recognized as the worst in a thousand years of recorded history in Russia? Well, and as well, surely, of man has got something to do with this, hasn't he? No, nothing to do with it. The only, the only connection is man is here at the same time as the sun and the moon are doing things. Um, you see, a very similar situation happened about 132 years ago, where there was the same sun, earth, lunar, magnetic states. Um, there was uh, heat waves in Russia, and there were also floods in Pakistan as now. And in the previous few years, there was also uh, floods in the English summers, uh, also 132 years ago. So these things are dictated by solar activity in the moon. They're nothing to do with mankind and those who say that are just trying to make money out but, of but, but, but are we not going to see this are, are we not going to see this again next year, the year on? I mean it's only well, it's quite recent. That's, that's a very interesting question. These things do come in bursts and we're working on that very question, those forecasts. We did say there would be a series of wet summers in England, for example, uh, which we've had. Now, will there be a series of these very hot, hot summers in, in Russia? We don't know. We have to work on that. But I assure you, it's nothing to do with carbon dioxide. And if you stop stop driving around Moscow, it won't affect next summer one job. Well, how come then so many climate change scientists uh, disagree <laughs> with you and they get so much that climate scientist, or more accurately, fluid dynamics scientist, is wonderful. They're on a gravy train. I'm going to do one more. One more quote from a Norman Mailer book, The American Dream, or An American Dream. Norman Mailer, Dreams about America. Let's go look that one up. <laughs> Ask the computer brain that's not in your head what the answer is. And then at the end, I'm going to let you out with some incredible music. Incredible music. The format of the show, the clip show, is kind of becoming what would be a fun presentation in person. It's ironic that this is all kind of morphing together with video and clips the whole thing 
because if you add discussion in between these clips, now you have something cool as a live show. So I think I think that might be where this is going. But anyway, consider this piece of writing from a genius. Pepper for your steak. Let us have more oceans, more upheavals, more wars, more holocausts. Let us have a world of men and women with dynamos between their legs, a world of natural fury, of passion, action, drama, dreams, madness, a world that produces ecstasy and not dry farts. I believe that today more than ever, a book should be sought after, even if it has only one great page in it. We must search for fragments, splinters, toenails, anything that has ore in it, anything that is capable of resuscitating the body and soul. It may be that we are doomed, that there is no hope for us, any of us. But if that is so, then let us set up a last agonizing, blood-curdling howl, a screech of defiance, a war whoop. Away with lamentation, away with elegies and dirges, away with biographies and histories and libraries and museums. Let the dead eat the dead. Let us living ones dance about the rim of the crater, a last expiring dance. But a dance. A last expiring dance. But a dance. There are many genius in our world. It's cool to hear their writing. I'm going to leave you with a song from Cherub. It's called Chocolate Strawberries. It's very Prince influenced, but with like some nice electronica tones. So enjoy it. I will try to put all the links on my website, maverickmatthews.com, where you can also check out my brand new show, Mav Skills. Please do that. I need the support from you, and you're going to learn some cool stuff this week. Same time this show comes out, I'm going to teach you how to get pulled over and minimize your troubles. Make make nice of your troubles, okay? Thank you for being here. Check us out soon. Got some fun interviews coming up. My name is Maverick Matthews, and this is Pepper for Your Steak. I kind of liked it myself, and so I decided to remix it. And if you're still listening, guess what? I now have about 25 minutes of beauty to lay on you, uh, of a gentle, weird mix. Check it out while you're training. I'll see you next time. Pepper for your steak. Pepper for... Pepper for...
guys, this is Maverick. Thanks for listening to the Map Mix. Pocket-sized expression, the Mav Mix.